it simple, really. Great stories with a good cup of tea. It's the Tea with Mike show. What is going on, everyone, and welcome to another Instagram Live. Uh, so last week, or maybe the week before even, I did an Instagram Live and it felt really good uh, to be back. Uh, that one was with my friend Brandon Stone and I remember last year in kind of the height of the pandemic um, that I was doing these pretty regularly and built up some really great engagement. I had some uh, really uh, thoughtful uh, conversations and so kind of making it a goal of mine to um, do more of these because uh, it's something that I love to do which is just interact and have some really thoughtful and, and meaningful conversations. Uh, with some other people in my network. And today's guest is uh, Eric Chow, and I'm just gonna invite him onto the screen, and and you, I guess you're gonna see what we're talking about. Uh, there'll be an opportunity for um, some social interaction, because this is social media, so hopefully you guys might have some questions as we kind of just chat it out. Obviously, I have some tea, because it would be off-brand if I didn't have any tea. And so before I take some tea, I'll, I'll just get Eric on here. Perfect. Hope you guys can hear me pretty good. Oh. All right. Are we live? Are we good? Mic check one, two. Mic check, check, check. Mic check on my end. Audio is clear, crystal clear. My man cheers on whatever you're drinking, <laughs> whatever tea. Cheers, <laughs> dude. How are you? Good, man. How are you? I am very well. Thank you for asking. Absolutely. So I feel today because I, I, I'm the artist of improvisation. I think we should talk about podcasting, but, but, but kind of develop like what we were probably talking about pro probably like over a year ago now. So maybe we can start with some fundamentals and why somebody should start a podcast, mm. but then also discuss a kind of question, when is the right time to end a podcast for kind of like new adventures and and how maybe does that equate to uh, professional opportunities? That is a fascinating question. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think it's 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 very interesting. I, I I would start. I guess if I were to answer that question, I would start with. Oh, oh hang on, hang on. So, so sorry, we'll, we'll get into that. But first, do you want to kind of just like give a thirty seconds to a minute? Yes, elevated of course. Picture of yourself? I already, I already completely forgot that I need to introduce myself. <laughs> That's, you know, like basics, man. Uh, where are my manners? Hi, uh, those of you who don't know me, my name is Eric Chow. Um, I am many things. I am a university student. I am a public relations and branding professional, businessman, entrepreneur, and uh, certainly uh, a bit of a, 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 a I don't know. We, we, I wouldn't call myself an expert in podcasting, but certainly somebody who is uh, somewhat experienced in podcasting. And so nice. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, definitely. Mike, definitely. For, for my friends who, uh, who are joining, who don't know who you are, how about you uh, share yours? Hi, guys. So I'm Mike. I have the uh, Tea with Mike podcast. That's all about storytelling and conversation, kind of meaningful uh, connection and kind of a relaxed atmosphere, a very like traditional method. Uh, lots of uh, tea drinking involved. Um, originally from England, um, just been growing out the podcast. I have my own uh, business with a partner that starts back of house media. Uh, we kind of do website design, social media, video editing. So slightly different to some of the things Eric's involved in, with a little bit of kind of uh, overlap. A little so bit of overlap. I, I yeah. Kind of, that's kind of why I like talking with Eric because. 
we've known each other for a while and whilst we have some of the same interests we're also doing slightly different things so that brings in kind of different perspectives and yeah. kind of experiences right and so outside of that I just love hanging out with my friends I just started seeing some live concerts again which which is exciting and a little bit of bowling you know just just trying to get that work life balance too you know so uh that's i guess a, a little bit about me i love it i love it yeah i mean i i guess should i should i start on our topic yeah in a sec but first before we really dive in can you can you remember what like episode of the tea with mike show you were it had to be like 40 close it wasn't 40 no. i wasn't 50 was i i wasn't 50 very close on 50 really was I like 49 or 48 or something? The other way. Oh, okay. 50, like two, 51. 51, 51. Really? Wow. That's cool, man. That's really cool. <laughs> and, and, and so because I'm, I'm trying to be efficient and I, I just want to go live more, this is also doubling up as episode 170 of the Tea With My podcast. Is it really? I love it. I love it. Hey, good to be on the Tea with Mike show again. I haven't been on the Tea with Mike show in uh, quite some time. Episode 51 is a long time ago for this senior that is Mike Johnson. <laughs> awesome. All right, let's let's get cracking. I think I think you have to be you have to be around 51 for my show as well. You have to be pretty close. You're not 51, but you you got to be pretty close. I need to go check. Okay, hold on. Okay. Yes, yeah, so guys. You are 43 on my 43? show. 43. 43. Awesome. So obviously we appreciate everyone tuning in. So if you've got uh, questions as we can, as we just kind of um, talk, I promise you we'll get to something uh, more meaningful later, in a second. I either drop them in the comments or you can even use a little Yeah, I think there's a questions feature, yeah. Ask them as a question. Yeah. So let's, I guess, let's just jump uh, right in. Um, is it is it too late to start a podcast? No. No. Instantly, the answer is no. I mean, I think the thing is, one of one of the um, one of the appeals for me when I was starting my show was knowing that yes, there are some absolutely massive podcasts out there, but my goal was never to be number one, number two when I got started. Um, if I end up being up there at some point hey you know cool um right now even now i don't expect to but for me it was i wanted to share stories conversations ideas that felt authentic to me that felt meaningful to me that connected my community uh not so much like my my community of physically who is around me but just my my community of people who who somehow are connected with me and and so Along that line of thinking, it is not too late to start a podcast because you still have people who know you. And if you still have people you know you, you have potential people who would be interested in seeing and in, in hearing what you have to say and hearing the conversations that you have and hearing what you're interested in, what you're learning about, what you're passionate about, all of that good stuff. Um, and so I think it's, it's that simple. I, I do not think it is it is too late. In fact, I think it's it's still a great time. Nice, nice man. And so, do you think that how would I put this? Mm. 
my brain just like froze on me. You know. How nah, that this is this is what happens when we don't prep anything. <laughs> so, so do you? So you, obviously you said it's kind of a. You still think it's still think it's a good time. Yeah. But I, obviously, like at least when I started the podcast, and I think you was kind of still fairly close in the same sort of yeah. time window. Obviously, yeah. the, the the pandemic was definitely at the, the forefront. A lot more people were at home. Like I found, because I was posting fairly regularly, that my engagement was super high on as social media and finding right. guests. Once I'd built up a little bit of momentum, was actually right. quite easy. And now, as people are going back to whatever we considered the new normal, I found that a it's harder to get guests. Yeah. And be like when you're do, going live on uh, platforms like Instagram, the uh, organic reach is kind of uh, uh, decreased. So, what would you yeah. kind of say if people hear what I just said and maybe they wanted to do a podcast or a live stream for that matter, but then maybe they're discouraged by yeah. the algorithm of social media? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, it's very interesting. I mean, I even even beyond even going beyond the pandemic now, Instagram's algorithm is, is much less um, suited for organic reach. Uh, it's just not quite as there anymore. Um, as with with all, all kinds of things that they've been doing to the algorithm. It's it's a very, um, it's very trend focused now, I would say. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, you, you really have to, you either stick with the trends or you already have like a, a, a base that you're building. Um, so it becomes difficult uh, to do that. I think one, I would say leveraging your personal platform. I wouldn't be trying to uh, build up a new account, for example, on Instagram anymore. Um, I would I would try to leverage the fact that I already have an account. I already have followers. I already have people who are interested. Um, if you want to go organic, I think you should be looking at other platforms. You know, TikTok is still great. LinkedIn is still great. Um, YouTube Shorts is popping off nowadays. So you can leverage other platforms for, for organic reach. Um, I agree in terms of like booking guests and finding time and, and uh, especially on things that are live, it becomes more difficult because everybody is out and about. Everybody's doing different things, so they can't really plug into everything. But what I like about audio content is the fact that people can consume it while on the go. And that's the thing that I think still works. Um, yes, there's the algorithm. Yes, there's trends. Yes, there's all this. But while people are out and about, they will probably be listening to something. They will either be listening to music or they will be listening to some sort of podcast audio content. That is just how it's going to be. Um, maybe not always, but a lot of the time when you're out and about, that's what's going on. And that's why I think audio content is still there because of the convenience of it and the ability to just uh, uh, be with anybody. You know, I think when I'm in the car and I may not have anybody with me, but I feel like I might be hanging out with Mike Johnson in the car, even though Mike is not next to me. Mike is like hundreds, if not thousands of miles away. But I feel like Mike is in the car with me because I'm listening to him through my car. When I'm working out, when I'm out on a walk, when I'm doing whatever I'm doing, when I'm eating, like, I don't know, Mike might be having dinner with me later. You don't know. Um, <laughs> but but that's the things that becomes possible because of audio. No, for sure. For sure. And so if you're thinking about somebody that's kind of 
just starting a podcast and they're doing some re research and they're kind of torn between, let's say, doing something that's super authentic and meaningful and purposeful for what they're interested. So like when I started Tea with Mike, I was all about that, that storytelling element, that connection piece. Um, and, and then, but then they also do, they also do research whether whether like true crimes is trending because all right. like this theme specifically is very popular for po podcasts. Dane, like, what, what advice would you kind of like uh, give there? Yeah, that's fascinating. That's a great question. First of all, hi to uh, I think it's Sahaj. Um, this is fun recording a podcast for the live audience because like people are just like popping in. I like it. Um, <laughs> that's gonna be a nice thing for them. I should do that more often. This is a good idea, man. Um, I don't know, man, I don't think it would work if you tried to just follow a trend that you have zero interest in like if i tried to do true crime bro it it wouldn't it would not work for me um one because i think people are going to be able to tell that you're not interested in it okay you know what i mean like that 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 thought comes out like if i tried to talk about true crime you know like i might have enough of an interest level because i like people i like what people are interested in so, you know, if somebody's talking to me about it, I'm down, let's go, I'm in. But if you wanted me to talk about it, me to host about it, I, I don't have the interest and I think people can sense that. Um, the other thing I'm thinking about is also the sustainability of it. I don't think you're gonna sustain a podcast that has nothing to do with what you are interested in. Um, now, it becomes a little bit different if there is something that you're very good at, there's an area that is sort of like, related to you you know um it's your area of expertise you're like somewhat interested in it all of that hey go ahead and talk about it leverage the trend you're there you might as well it may not be your bang most important thing um but if it's your strength you're interested in it you do have some passion in it might as well leverage it and then use the platform that you build there to do everything else what would yeah. you say to that though? That's a very interesting question. No, I no, I kind of agree. I kind of I kind of agree agree with you. I think like to stand out even now, despite everything that we've just kind of uh, talked talked about, I still think authenticity is the, like the way to go. Uh, like yeah. you alluded to, I mean, I wouldn't have a clue what to do if I was talking about true crime or murder <laughs> mysteries. Even I would though, love to, though. I mean, my God, is it trending? But <laughs> yeah, that, that that was the point I'm gonna make, right? Especially on a platform like uh, Twitter, if you, if you're like searching like yeah. podcast podcast recommendations, it's a, it's like eighty percent like yeah, murder mystery, yeah. and you like in the back of your head, you always ask yourself the question: If I had one of those types of podcasts, and I was po posting it like. Mm, on, on would like, I be bigger? Like Twitter, would it accelerate uh, like my downloads and my subscribers and that type of thing? Because, I mean, I see people posting about, oh, I have a true crimes podcast and I had uh, 20,000 downloads in six months or whatever. And I'm like, I don't have 6,000, uh, 20,000 downloads and I've been doing it for like two years. Yeah. But, but then at the same time, 
I, I think sustainability wise and long term, um, right? You should you should you should do what you're passionate about because despite all the trends and all the changes and and whatever platforms die and whatever platforms come along, it will be the most authentic version that couldn't survive like any te technology or platform change, right? Right. And I think actually, you know what, talking to those people who do have those true crime shows, if we think about somebody who has hopped on that kind of a trend, at some point, true crime is going to dive off. At some point, we know it's going to happen. So then the question is, how do you, like, if, if I'm talking to somebody who has that kind of a, I'm just, we're just using true crime as a random example because it's big in podcasting, but it could be anything that's trending the advice I would give to them is make sure the audience doesn't just care about you because of true crime. It has to be more than that. So that when true crime dies off, they still care about you. And because they still care about you, you'll be able to jump into everything else. I mean, this is like, this is, this is essentially the whole philosophy, but behind what we talk about at Mashman Ventures, my public relations company, right? Personal branding. It's exactly, I know you feel the same way because we've talked about this. You build that personal brand so that you can do everything else. Um, and, and so, you know, yes, you're thinking about the sustainability, you're thinking about the numbers, but remember that as important as the numbers are, it's also what is the message you want to communicate right now to your audience? Um, why is it that you decided to start your show? You know, you and I, if we both think about the reasons we started our show, it had nothing to do with, yo, your boy wants to have a million downloads. It had nothing to do with that. I just, you know, no, right? It just, it, it had nothing. Um, so, so I think, I think keeping that in mind, and then you think about the numbers because, because numbers are great, but what you learn in basic statistics classes in college is um, you got to interpret the numbers and make something of it. You know, 5,000 means absolutely nothing. Um, but if I say 5,000 seconds or 5,000 hours, you know, that you put something on it and it means something totally different. 5,000 people who care about the same thing as you care about is far more, far more powerful than a million people who are following you, but don't actually give a damn about you. That was yeah, pretty good. <laughs> no, that was good. No, that was good. I, I, I agree, right? It's, it's about the strength of those kind of like connections and yeah like like you said I, I i would rather have developed 30 like close personal and professional 100 relationships which create additional opportunities right than have 30,000 like bots and just because it's an easy easy one kind of like following me on all the different platforms you know right right numbers are important but um there's all, I always think of it like like a, a circle that gets closer and closer to you. Like, yes, I want a massive outer circle of people who know who Eric Chow is. But I care more about the, for example, 30 people who are much, much closer to me. Do I want 10,000 people listening to, you know, whatever I've got going on? Yeah, I'll take it. I'm not complaining. But I, I, I also need to be aware of the fact that um, the 10,000 matter but they don't matter as nearly as much as the 30 people who are like right there. Smart man. And then, so then all, you, all you're saying is it's, if you put it into perspective, 
you, you need to be realistic, right? At, at, at the same time, man, all the, all the bigger entrepreneurs talk about it all the time. Like if you can convert, if you can create 30 professional opportunities, that's much, that's way stronger and sustainable than, like I said, 30,000 bots, right? 100%. Well, I mean, you and me are here because of things like that. So true. Quality versus quantity. On point. Agree. Agree. Shout out to Sahaj again uh, for, for those who are listening to the podcast and aren't live with us right now. Um, we have we have some people tuning in <laughs> live and so they get to comment and so they get shout outs in the episode. <laughs> Thanks for including that because I always forget those like references to someone listening to it later, like just on the audio, right? So <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I just think this is such an interesting idea. I didn't know that you were going to be turning this live into a podcast. Yeah, it will be. So I just, I, I love the idea. So I'm just harping on it. <laughs> I might have to do this, to be honest with you. No, it's just, it's just a way of like increasing the social interaction. Yeah. And then, and then also creating like con content for, for, the, for the podcast. So trying to hit that, like, if they might not listen to all of this, but if they ex listen to us, kind of live then that's yep. being a different audience that ha just happens to be scrolling through uh, social media and yep. also, uh, also social media is about being social right and yep. uh, having fun and uh, like i alluded to at the beginning before i kind of uh, brought you on and um, used to do this all the time and yeah we had lots of great collaborations we met some new people you were involved yes, we did. Like, i remember like through the user Remember, remember at one point where we would go for like two, three hours? I do remember that. I remember that very well. I remember that very, very well. Actually, oh, shoot. I just, I, I had two really good questions that I wanted to ask you. Sure. Um, and so I'm just trying to remember them. <laughs> uh, one of them, so one of them was, you know, we're, we're on social media and you were just mentioning about um, social media. You're meant to socialize, yeah. And, but there are going to be times where you don't feel in the mood for socializing how do you respond to that like how do you because i know you're you're fairly extroverted uh you're, you're you're fairly extroverted but i'm sure you probably have times where you're like eh, i don't really <laughs> you know um so how do you how would you deal with that feeling that's a good that's a good question because for me it's kind of like a balance between creating business opportunities and like maintaining the podcast. So I think when I'm tired and I don't want to look at it anymore, I, I would say that I just answer the priority messages, you know, um, so kind of reduce the amount of time that I'm on uh, social media. So if I know that I need to talk to Johnny and Sid about being potential the next two guests for the next two weeks, as you know, um, t time is critical. Timing is critical in podcasting. So I know I have to get them done. There's unfortunately there's no ends, ifs, and buts, right? And so I'll answer those messages, and then I'll kind of like switch it off. And I'm still learning how to. My reaction because it's social media is I gotta respond within twelve point six two seconds. <laughs> yeah. As, as right. Media. Right. And so I have to remember that you don't always have to respond right away because you may be busy growing your business or hanging out with your friends or 
building a relationship or lots of different things. So I have to remind myself that I'm made up of lots of uh, different parts and yes. my whole life doesn't just, isn't just social media, even though it's important uh, to, I guess, my professional side, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Ooh, I appreciate the heart emojis coming in. Yeah, keep, 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 keep <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody really liked your answer, I think. <laughs> or either they really liked your answer or they're just excited to see us. I don't know. <laughs> all, all, all those, or maybe they haven't joined a live before and they, and they hit something randomly. <laughs> <laughs> that's also a possibility. That is also a possibility. No, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. Because I think... I think there always has to be that balance, right? Because, and I'll come at it from a different side of things where, where a lot of people feel that pressure to, hey, I need to be very social. And uh, you're absolutely right. That should not be the case. I mean, we are, we are multifaceted people. We, we have different parts to us, as you said. And so, hey, we got we to gotta take care of that too. Um, but then there are also the ones who, who kind of, I think, fall into a, a little bit of a dump where they really don't feel like socializing for an extended period of time. And um, you know what? I, I'm a huge believer in self-care and all of that good stuff. But I think the two things I would say is, one, if you're going to be on social media, and most people, even if they are an adult, they're going to be on social media, then make sure you do have some socializing. Otherwise, you shouldn't be on this. Because otherwise, I mean, what are you really doing, right? You're not really putting anything into your head. You're not, you're not using social media for what it's for. So if you're feeling down, it's like, scrolling on social media to keep on, you know, paying attention to whatever's happening is great. But if you're going to be on social, you should try and socialize a little bit, you know? Um, now, if, if you really don't feel like interacting with people, then don't get on social. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's, but if you're going to be on, use it for what it's for. And uh, I think that is socializing. And, um, and the other thing I would say is, Self-care is important. Time to yourself is important, especially I know introverts really love that. But sometimes I like to just force myself to reach out to people and talk to people just because I think the interaction is is energizing. I know that sounds weird for the introverts, but it doesn't matter if you're an introvert or an extrovert. If you get a conversation that is interesting to you, that's always energizing. You may... you conversation will be energy giving or draining primarily dependent on your interest level in that conversation extroverts need a much lower bar of how interesting that needs to be but regardless it's still the same way and so it's it's reaching out to the people who you know like like i don't care how tired i am i can talk to mike anytime that's why 97% of the calls I have with Mike are at like 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night. We both may have a super busy day, but we don't care. We know we're good, right? Um, so that's something I would say to that. I had a second question I really wanted to pick your brain on, but right now I've forgotten it. So if you have something, go ahead. <laughs> no, uh, I hope I no, remember because no, it was a damn good question. <laughs> no, but sure. And then just kind of to add to what you were saying, I think, especially for introverts and especially for people um, just kind of getting getting their feet wet in social media 
you, you don't need to talk to like 50 people a day, True. a week, a, a month, because that, that, that doesn't make it fun. So, I mean, if you keep mm -hmm. it fun, you find some people that have some similar interests. Um, if you just even talk to like uh, two, two or three people, like over a, a month, you are still like practicing your communication yep. skills, broadening your horizon. And you never know, like one of those people you might really hit it off with and you might feel comfortable and to meet them physically and, and that potentially could form a, a lifelong friendship. So I, I think Great. COVID really shut down social interaction and people's ability to uh, communicate and all those soft skills, like kind of listening to each other and hearing out different opinions and uh, perspectives and being comfortable uh, disagreeing in a yeah. uh, respectful manner. So I'm, so I'm hoping that as more events happen, more social interaction happens, uh, the, we, we recapture some, some of the, I wouldn't call it traditional, but it does seem like a lifetime. It does. <laughs> no, it does. I mean, we, we can bring some of that back into the world, you know, and kind of like be nice to each other and have fun yeah. because it sounds cheesy, but we only live once, right? A hundred percent. I'm no, I'm totally with you, man. I'm totally with you on that. Helen says that is so true. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. By the way, yeah. good to see you, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> is that a friend of yours? Yes, it is. That's fantastic. Helen, yes. Helen's in, if I remember right, Helen's in uh, Canada. I think she's on the more east side, though. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so if, if you're just tuning in, again, we kind of appreciate it. And um, this is obviously live on Instagram later, it's you, you might just be listening in an audio only version. So appreciate you uh, for listening. If you guys have questions, uh, feel free to kind of put them in the comment. And mm -hmm. join the by the way, for 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 audio listeners, you're missing out me and Mike are both wearing uh, these really funny outfits. Uh, Mike is currently dressed like a clown. And uh, I am I am dressed as an alien. You just I'm sorry, you missed out. <laughs> We're really sorry <laughs> that you didn't get the message from space. I uh, know. Come on now. <laughs> That's your message to join the next live stream. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, so we really like focused in on that it's not that it's not too late to start a podcast. There are still many benefits to um, podcasting. You should do something that you're passionate about versus following uh, trends because it'll it, it's more long lasting and fulfilling but 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 the question that i posed to you and i'll maybe add my two cents afterwards is at what point should you end the podcast mm. tricky um i would say you should end a podcast when you feel like okay two 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 things that come to mind you should end it if you feel like the podcast has served its purpose. And by that, I mean the medium or the platform has served its purpose and you want to transition or the message, the, the whole point of the show. Um, and, and you know what? I think there's some level of ability to rebrand an existing show. There is some level of ability there. 
but sometimes it may also be a better choice to start on a blank slate. And uh, so that is something that you have to think about in terms of the message that you're trying to communicate, the brand that you want to build, um, and, and the platform that you've created and the audience that you've created. Right. Maybe you want to be attacking a different audience and talking to a different group of people. Not that the past audience is like bad or something, but it's just you. You are also shifting in life. If you think about like, I mean, how many amazing actors and actresses started on Disney Channel? A lot. A very, very kids friendly platform. And then they all grew up and their platforms changed. And, you know, some people will hate on those like actors and actresses and be like, yo, you used to be a Disney. How are you going to act like that? Yo, they grew up. What else are you going to do? They're, they're not appealing to the five-year-old anymore. No, right? that's right. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so, so, so that's, that's one thing I would say. Like, like if you're going to end a show, um, you know, something has outlived its purpose. Um, you want to transition to something else that you feel is, is, is more calling to you. Um, I mean, if you take Mike's example, right? Mike is currently shifting a lot of focus to his business. He's still, he's working, he has his business, but he still does his show because he believes in it and he's, and, 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 and the, the, it's still there versus me. My show is a little bit more inactive. I've shifted more attention to my business than perhaps than Mike. It's just the mat. It's just this very, it's a very slight difference between I think the two of us, but um, no, have I ended my show? No, I haven't. Um, <laughs> uh, who knows if I will or not? I don't know. I find out eventually. But, um, but I think, I think those are the things to think about. What do you, what are your two cents, Mike? Yeah, no, it's a, it's an interesting one. I think it all comes to that, that, that balance and what is kind of a priority in, yeah. in the moment. And Obviously, when we were both starting our podcast, the only way we were going to build credibility and for people to start to find us was by doing it consistently, regularly, yep. even even aggressively at, yep. at times to push ourselves like out there into the world. And then I think as we've grown and well, there's also coming out of the pandemic factor, I think our focuses have kind of shifted, like like you kind of um, mentioned, and even I'd extend it to like for me at least, like even just like posting to social media. You know, last 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 year, it, I feel like that was my life. I was just doing social media. I, I yeah. was coming live because it was social interaction for me. I was actually working social media, working social media, right? And then this year, like you said, it's the business is getting busier, which is a good thing. That's like the ultimate dream. And so I'm kind of having to like shift priority. And like I mentioned, it's kind of harder to get guests. So that's when you start to raise the questions, what is more important than the other? And it's not always just about you. It's like other factors like the world and what other people are doing and what people have time for right now, yeah. uh, that, that type of thing. So Very it's true. an interesting mix of factors. And that's not Very to say true. in the future that the, the podcasting won't become the number one like priority again, right? It's right. at least because you put in all that work, you, 
you have a base to kind of pivot and right. come back to if you need to. So uh, another serious consideration is just going back to what you were kind of saying a few moments ago is I might go to a show every two year, two weeks and kind of what uh, Saj mentioned in the comments earlier, quality over quantity, right? At the beginning, it was very much about quantity, probably, you know, getting your name out there, seeing what worked, what different. And now, I would say we both have a certain reputation amongst our own community That's and cool. at social media. So now it's important that every time we put something out there, it's quality, it delivers value. And it's better for us probably now, now that we've got that solid base, it's not really shifting or changing too much to post once a week versus like four times a week and making now one post like really good, right? That's such a great point. That's a, and I think the mistake I think sometimes people make is in the beginning, they focus too much on quality and not enough on quantity. Because like you just said, the reason you and I were able to grow early on and build our reputation, build our brand, build the size of our show was the quantity. Was the quality there? Somewhat. I mean, it's better now for sure, but it, it's better now for sure. But I mean, it's not like it was bad quality before, right? Um, but but quantity was the most important thing. Quantity of activity, if it, it quantity of amount of content. But this goes for anything. Like even even in business, it's like the quantity of conversations you're having so that you can potentially drive business, right? Um, versus as your business grows, you may not need quantity anymore because you're able to provide more of a quality service. So you're trying to find the quality people to work with. Um, so it's, it's, it applies itself in business, it applies itself in social, it applies itself in pretty much everything. You always wanna start with quantity and not get out of it because quantity is where you build. Quality is sort of starting to, to, to maintain, I suppose, and, and to um, kind of make those, uh, those long-term plays, I think, also. Um, but you can't do that effectively until you have the quantity base. So I think, I think in the beginning of our shows, it was very important for us to have that consistent quantity and that high quantity. Um, but now, yeah, I mean, we don't, I mean, if we want to grow, if we really wanted to grow our shows, then yes, we would need to go back to that. But both of our priorities are a little different now. Which is exciting too, you know, yeah. Yes. Yeah, adding another layer on like to what, to the first layer that you built in you wouldn't be able right. to get to the, the second layer, which we're talking, I guess we're labeling as business opportunities if we hadn't built the foundation, right? Right, no, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Ooh, we got a lengthy comment here. I wanna hear, I wanna read this, hold on. Okay, so Sahaj says, I agree, especially for procrastinators. Sylvester Stallone said once that he focuses on completion and not perfection. Sometimes you just got to get something done before you can perfect it. Absolutely. 100%. Because as you do it, you, you improve at it. Yeah. Uh, I think that really sums up like kind of the, the, the last few minutes. So uh, I guess, thank you for sharing, Sahaj. Um, yeah, it's just uh, like Gary V says, I feel like I always refer to Gary V, but like it's all about doing those uh, kind of reps, right? And then at some point, it, it just becomes a habit and, or, or a natural motion, even if you, if you want to use like body terms, right? 
Right. Right. 100%. Awesome. So kind of for like the last like I don't know, eight to 10 minutes, kind of just want to switch focus a little bit. So obviously at the beginning, it, when you were introducing yourself, you talked about um, how you're a college student. So remind people that maybe don't know like what you're taking and like when, when you're going to be finished. And then that, that leads into my question of how are you going to rebalance your time once that major commitment of uh, studying is completed? Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, okay. So, yeah. I don't, and I don't get to talk about this super often cause I don't always talk about like, you know, my, my school life. Um, yeah, no, thank you. Um, so I'm currently pursuing a bachelor's degree in management information systems. That is a very fancy term for business tech. That's basically what I'm, it's like all the tech stuff within a business. Like that's just, you know, that's, that's just kind of what it is. I'm not the IT guy or the programmer or something like that, but, but I'm kind of the, I guess you could think of me as the bridge between whatever tech teams and whatever executive management there are. That's kind of what the role is. Um, I finished my bachelor's in May. So I have uh, my, my senior year left. I'm basically done as far as I'm concerned. Mentally, I'm done. I mean, <laughs> mentally, I'm already there, but oh, I, you know, I'm just waiting for time to catch up. Um, it's always interesting to me when, when there's a transition period. Like I, I remember right as as my last spring semester was ending it was very interesting because i knew what was going to come which was suddenly i have a heck of a lot more time and uh i mean i guess a few things i would mention there one it was for me an experiment in trying to figure out how i was going to function because i became full-time businessman as soon as as soon as the semester ended i mean actually no not as soon as um i had a little bit of time and then kind of chill with the family, vacation, things like that. And then I came back after vacation and it was basically, I'm a full-time businessman. Uh, it's not like I had a, you know, a full-time, you know, business, but it was like, it was, it was multiple, you know, I, two companies, I guess you could say. And, um, and, and basically my whole day was something to, related to business, unless obviously dealing with family or whatever. Um, so I treat it as sort of an experiment. I also don't work like a, a nine to five kind of like hour set deal. No, it's not. It's business and it's entrepreneurship. And so it's very much like what you, you kind of make your own hours and you just got things to do and you got things to get done. And so, you know, some days I start at nine and uh, uh, some days I start at like 1 p.m. Um, but I could be working at like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, midnight, you know. So it's 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 very interesting. Um in terms of balancing my time, I mean, one one challenge I will say that I, 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 I have faced is I find that I'm, it's a lot easier to be productive and get things done when I'm busier. So I actually kind of like uh, being in school because it forces me to manage my time more effectively. Like I have no choice versus when everything's in my control. It's like, it's it's a little bit more difficult. So that was like an interesting challenge to me and I'm still kind of messing with it. Um, I'm getting, I, I've gotten a lot better at it, I think, but um, I, I always did find it easier when I was in school because it kind of forced me into a, a little bit of a schedule and I would have to figure out cracks of time. And 
Um, I don't know if I was actually more productive and if I was actually getting more done. I don't know if that's true or not, but I felt more productive, certainly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, thank you for that question. That's a fun one. Yes, and then so obviously it's within the within the next like short term period of time, school, yes. school school's going to drop like out of the equation. So do you think you'll replace it with more? more focus on the business or will like, for example, you pick up a, a new hobby or something that challenges you on, like this, this brand new in, because on the flip, that'll help you have, I guess, focus on uh, That's the entrepreneurial side. That's actually a very good point. Um, Right now, honestly, I, I feel like I'm just going to shift more to business. Like I said, that's why this kind of period of time right now is sort of an experiment for me in figuring out, okay, how do I do this? Um, so that I'm, I'm kind of feel like I'm setting myself up time-wise for after I graduate and, uh, and, and I don't have to think about that. But that is an interesting thought. I mean, I have picked up a few, you know, different hobbies over the over the past couple of years. You know, I mean, podcasting started as a hobby and then a couple months in i decided to make it very serious and that's why i became very consistent at it business and entrepreneurship started as a hobby but i decided to make it a very big you know um i mean i i, I reading has been a big thing for me uh making sure that i do that every day um the other hobby i've picked up now is actually playing chess online i don't know if uh i don't know if uh, you play chess mike but i might need to smoke you i'm gonna i'm gonna crush you man i'm <laughs> i play drafts <laughs> so you know I, I i've been playing that a little bit um but i don't think i don't know i think it's it, it also depends on the hobby when it comes to that question right right chess is something that would probably be more taking away because it could be, it's an easier distraction versus something that has more of a, uh, a commitment and a schedule. Like for example, something I want to get back into, I used to do martial arts for a very long time. I believe you know this. And, uh, it's been a very, it's been a while. I train every once in a while when I get together with some friends, uh, who I used to train with, but it's not something I'm doing very often. At some point I do want to get back into it. I don't know when it's not now, really. I don't feel motivated right now to do it, but it's something that I love and I think it would be good to get back into. So, but that would be something that's like requiring more of a set commitment. I got to show up a certain amount of time, you know, things like that. So I think that kind of structure might be, might be something interesting to mess with for me. Also, man, uh, Helen, I think agrees with uh, some of what you yeah. were saying. She says, obviously it's, uh, the same with uh, uh, two red so yep yep awesome all right so as we kind of uh, come towards the end because i find sometimes like sh like a shoulder focused uh, period of time actually makes for better content like what is kind of one thing that uh, people don't know about you that is a great question one thing that people don't know about me. I mean, one thing that comes to mind is I think how, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Substantial, maybe. How substantial I think my, my self-care is. Okay. 
Um, and that's because I think, I think a lot of the, that, that and how much time, uh, I, I, that people think that I actually, um, you know, how, how well I think I manage my time and things like that. And I think, I think people think I am better at managing my time and more productive and all of that. I think they think I'm better than I am. And I think they think my self-care is worse than it is. It's very interesting. Um, but I think that because my self-care is so good, uh, you know, I, I, it's just, it's absolutely substantial. And I think, um, I think that allows me to make my work less about, I need to put in three trillion hours and more about, let me work these three hours, but make this really, 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 you know, impactful three hours. Right. Um, so I think versus quantity again, right? again, yeah. but this time in the aspect of time management and how you how you do the activity and i think a lot of that depends on my self-care and by the way i also cross self-care with personal development because i think those are very much i don't think those are two separate things i think part of self-care should be personal development okay Um, so i think because that is so important and so such a big part of my life and how substantial that is uh, in terms of my health and all sorts of areas and my personal growth i think it allows me to appear like there's a lot going on, even though I don't always feel like there's a lot going on. Uh, sometimes I do, don't get me wrong. There's some hectic, hectic, hectic times, but um, it doesn't always feel like that. A lot of the time I feel very relaxed. Great answer, man. Unless- yeah, thank you for that question, though, by the way. That was a really good question. <laughs> You're welcome, man. It's- Maybe I've asked 169 people different questions. <laughs> well, well, hold on, hold on, Mike. Before we end this, though, you need to answer the same question because I'm very curious. Um, let's see. What was the question? Was the question was, uh, what is something that most people don't know about you? Oh, yes. Uh, so just so we're clear, you drink a lot of tea. We know this, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah no. Uh, what's... We know it's the Yorkshire tea, you know. <laughs> we know Very these things. Good. <laughs> uh, good one. Oh, I don't know. Um, I, I guess my new, I don't know, philosophy on life within the, I guess, the last month or so, because I saw something at somewhere that makes, uh, that re- resonated uh, with me. I can't remember mm. where I saw it, but it was basically like life. It was like a saying or of something, and it was life is one big adventure. And it's something to the effect of if you're not experiencing like new experiences and having fun and adventure, then kind of what are you actually doing? And so yeah. moving forward, it, I'm, I'm going to try and be, I'm going to treat my life as a sense of adventure. So more in the, so I guess that equates to like trying new things that I would never do or try. And so it's on, I think I alluded to it a long time ago, but it's, it's on my radar to like jump out of an airplane, you know, like. Me too. Me too. So, 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 we'll do it together. Like we'll do it together one day. That's, and, and, and so just, just pushing myself to do things that, I wouldn't necessarily do whether that's uh, trying uh, trying new food, 
Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Drinking coffee? No, just kidding on that one. Um, uh, <laughs> trying new foods, even sampling like new teas, uh, maybe having a conversation with somebody, like going way, way back to the start of this conversation that I don't think that I would necessarily be able to like click with, but giving it a, enough time to learn something new and understand yeah. why, why, why somebody might feel a certain way about this certain topic yeah. or maybe even how they might feel about the certain action that I've taken. So that's probably what I would say. What kind of food do I want to try? That's a, that's a good one. That's a very good question. I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's more in the sense of, you know, like, try, like, like trying like new recipes and being like ambitious, like in, in, in the, in the kitchen, you, you know, um, over here in Canada, for example, at the really big on uh, poutine. And I've always been of the opinion, Oh, Poutine's like terrible. Never will I ever ever like try it, which is kind of exactly the opposite of how of how I was as a kid. I would try like every mm. type, every type of food, and I've become very kind of like set in certain traditions and a certain ways. So anyway, I was at the I was at the at local fair here in Red Deer, Alberta, and my friend made me try a poutine and. I, I was like, oh, I don't want to do it. And the, so the poutine was like for fries, it was some cheese. There was actually a bit of uh, chicken with it. And so I, I, I tried it and I was actually surprised that I kind of liked it. So I guess that that's uh, one example of that. More stepping out of uh, my uh, comfort zone. Yeah, you, yeah. Know, you, you put it in a really good way, kind of be spontaneous, right? You know, yep. sometimes you, you just got to do things in a moment. Sometimes you can totally overthink it right so yep yep yeah i love the but i love the idea though like life is just uh one big adventure and and it's just about um i think i think sometimes people will also get confused about okay it's an adventure so i need to focus on having fun but i think they also pick sometimes the the i guess what i would it's a little harsh to put it this way but the meaningless fun if that makes sense um, and pursuing the more meaningful adventures, I think is very different. You know, I think, I think even, even just like pursuing podcasting was an adventure for the both of us. Pursuing business is the adventure for the both of us. Definitely. Um, just as much as it's just as much of an adventure as it is going on a trip or trying new foods or jumping out of a plane. Like all of that is still an adventure. Um, because you and I have decided that it's it's meaningful and interesting and something that's a little out of our comfort zone, but something that we felt was something we wanted to do. And I think that's a really a great note to kind of wrap things up for today. So thanks for, uh, for being on. Uh, I guess this is a little different this episode, but episode 170 of the Tea with Mike show and for sharing your thoughts, experiences, and uh, perspectives. Thanks for being here, man. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, everybody, to, uh, who, who tuned in at any point during this, uh, this live. We appreciate it. Um, 
but yeah, thank you, Mike. I appreciate you. I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate your show. And hopefully next time you ask me which episode I was, I will remember 51 and 170. <laughs> 121 of power, right? Is that right? Yeah, exactly. No, 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 119 of power, right? So. I, I can't math. I don't know. <laughs> it's 119. And we hope you have an awesome night too, Sahaj. And, and I'll extend off what Eric was saying. And again, we appreciate people listening to this. Uh, later, um, they, they can't see our uh, space alien uh, costumes, but yeah, we still unfortunately hope you for you, you really missed out. But we still hope I won't you. wear it next time. I won't wear it next time, so you won't you won't see this again. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity that you just missed to see my space alien costume. Nice, and, and again, for those listening later, we hope you took uh, value from this. And so, if you enjoyed this conversation uh, with my friend Eric Chow, uh, Make sure you go check out the uh, Eric Charles uh, Empowers uh, podcast and make sure you check out some of the other great stories uh, from people all over the world at uh, teawithmike.com. Thanks, Eric. Thanks. And uh, shout out to the two people who joined right at the end. Bye, guys. <laughs> it's the Tea with Mike show.